All right, welcome back, all you minnows, tadpoles, and dragonflies, to episode 50 of the Rescue Swimmer Mindset podcast, half of 100. We are very lucky today to have Casey Smith, a nutritionist who uh, actually started a company called the Cold Water Corporation. Is it Cold Water Co., right? Is that for corporation? It's Cold Water Company, yeah. Yeah, so your Cold Water Company, uh, where he focuses on health, nutrition, and the outdoors. So basically combining that just to create a good and healthy body and we're very excited today a lot of you guys uh, that tune in gave us a lot of good questions for Casey so thanks for coming yeah thank you thanks for having me I'm happy to be here hell yeah I remember uh like because I went to a conference where we were talking and folks were like multiple people talked about different subjects but I remember when you came on and started talking about nutrition how bombarded you were with like so many more questions than the other individuals there and like people were like wait so i I shouldn't be eating that and you're like well you know it's a complicated thing and you're explaining it so yeah i'm really psyched because i'm i just want to explain that like personally you know some of you guys tuning in might notice that i'm fairly inexperienced for somebody that's you know such a health advocate so um but nevertheless i think even if you are educated you're you're certainly going to learn something in this episode so um sweet yeah, Casey. Let's let's. Why don't we dive into it? So, um, yeah, for sure. Wait, actually, let, I want to start with a selfish question uh, right. regarding nutrition. My selfish question yeah. is: I tend to start like my, I'd say like four out of seven days of the week. Uh, I start mo- with my day with a breakfast, which is like I think they call it a muesli. So yeah. that's like yeah, you call you you mix uh, black chia seeds, uh, some walnuts. Greek yogurt, I think it's like 10% fat, but it's it's a fruit yogurt, so you know that does have yeah. sugars. Yeah. Apple, banana, granola, and the granola has like oats. Uh, I think it does have raw cane sugar, hemp seeds, pea protein. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that as a breakfast? Is am I doing this right? Yeah. Um. So you got a good amount of fiber in there. You got some omega threes in there, and it's looking good. But all that added sugar is it already prepared for you, or are you adding all the ingredients yourself? As far as the granola, the granola is a mix, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm doing all the yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's like a good amount of added sugar in there. So like the best way to go about it is just buying the muesli by itself bland, and then adding those other like extra condiments in there, so you don't have all that extra sugar and spiking your blood sugar. And in the morning, you're just gonna crash a few hours later. And so, um, just like without the added sugar, I think that's a pretty good breakfast. Interesting. So since i'm having this greek yogurt which is a fruit based thing by the way can you like not move your your computer because i'm gonna throw up (laughs) we're on zoom here everyone so yeah so if i have like a greek fruity yogurt with sugar like that's those are the sugars i kind of gotta be careful of yeah uh, and i'm not sure if that does have like cane sugar in it or not but uh it certainly does add up if they have even like with the added sugar, um, if it's artificial and the natural, it certainly adds up. So, yeah. Interesting. So that was actually one of the great questions that we got. What would you recommend as a a good healthy breakfast? Cause you, you mentioned me crashing on this. I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I I get energy for like an hour. (laughs) I'm like, I need more food. I'm not, I don't crash. I just need more food. Right. 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 A good healthy breakfast. I mean, um, it's going to vary for each person. Uh, the best thing is like the term biochemical individuality. And, uh, but to have like stable glucose levels and like, um, not spike your blood sugar, 
uh, a good breakfast is going to be like uh, pretty rich in protein. And so like uh, eggs, you can't really go wrong with that. Like, um, and if you're concerned about uh, saturated fat, I wouldn't be too, too much, but uh, eggs are fantastic. And like, even if you can uh, like eggs and bacon, I'll take that any day over like uh, a sugary cereal. So um, it's really up to you. And uh but just watching out for um, too much sugar, like with the cereal is really uh, easy to do when our government pushes it so hard. <laughs> Wait, our government pushes what specifically? The just cereal? like, yeah, I mean, sugary cereal for sure. That's definitely like a go-to breakfast, especially like just growing up. Like I think that's one of the most common breakfasts for a lot of young individuals and then get hooked on it. Yeah. Why does the government push that? Um, I mean, it all has to do with money and it all has to do with like large corporations and like, it comes down to like cheap processed food and easy to make and, uh, yeah, money. Yeah. Cause I certainly grew up and still to date, I occasionally have, I mean, all right, I've, I've asked you about this and we need to get to the bottom of this, but the whole oatmeal scheme. Yeah. Like, what's the deal with oatmeal? You, no, you tell me right. oatmeal is no have, bueno, I may right? have bashed it a little bit too hard there. I was on my big, like, I was... I wasn't on a paleo kick, but I, I was, I was more, um, I didn't see the whole picture maybe then, but I think oatmeal is good. Uh, it's just easy to overconsume carbohydrates, at least for me. Like, I, like if I am eating oatmeal, like it takes a lot to like make, keep me satiated. So I need protein with it to like, uh, keep me full. Um, but the biggest thing with, um, oatmeal is that it's such a, like, large commodity um i really advise to go organic on it and it's just maybe like i don't know 60 cents more normally maybe a dollar more um but it it really is worth your money in the long run if you're eating oatmeal um every morning because glyphosate is uh one of the most common uh used chemicals on crops and it uh it definitely uh, has been linked to a whole sort of like cancers and whatnot so that was what is it gl- glish glyphosate? Uh, glyphosate yeah g-l-y-p-h-o-s-a-t-e okay and um it's just uh it's what's in roundup and whatnot and you see those commercials and uh, there's a lot of uh they're they're getting sued left and right but uh they're they're also like trying to keep it in the in the dark and keep their stuff rolling but it's, wait so what uh, what is glyph- glyphosate um it's a pesticide and uh yeah that's what uh um it's continuously being added and they need to keep ramping it up because like uh pests will adapt to it and uh and it's just more and more uh uh being added to the crops and then more and more is being absorbed in our bodies so like it's a huge percentage like i think it's like 90s seven percent of people like you'll take like a i think it's a blood sample but you'll you'll see it in just about everybody because it's impossible to avoid if you're um like going to the grocery store for the most part yeah interesting which yeah and and so like and this is giving folks like cancers and whatnot yeah it's um i think uh lymphoma is one of the biggest one that it's tied to but it's a there's quite a bit yeah so this this is mostly found in our produce, like our fruits and vegetables, or also like um, the meats and stuff. Uh, yeah, 
mostly produce for sure like uh but also it can be absorbed when the animals eating like grain and corn and uh those are being sprayed as well so uh it's like a full cycle but um yes it's mostly produce and there's certain ones that don't even that you don't really have to worry too much about and there's like a whole list on the uh, environmental working groups organizations website and you can see like the top 20 most uh sprayed and then um it's like the clean 15 and dirty dozen i don't know if you heard of that before but uh, the what the clean 15 and dirty dozen yeah it's like the clean um 15 that are good to go you can buy non-organic and then you don't have to worry too much about it and then the dirty dozen are stuff that you might uh want to buy organic because those are the most heavily sprayed huh yeah wow so how do you how do you shop for your your produce i guess um i i try my best i mean it's hard like when you're on a budget too obviously um i think one of the i take i have some like rules for myself like i i'd stay as far away as possible from vegetable oils and then um that will already limit me narrow my choices down pretty greatly and that's just another thing that almost a lot of processed food has um and then i like to go higher protein higher fiber and uh i the least amount processed is the best and in terms of sodium intake and uh overall like healthier food and then um and that and that's pretty much what i do and so um when i'm going to the grocery store i just keep those rules of thumb in mind and uh everything else is pretty much up to wait hold on so so let me let me get your rules of thumb right so people can can get it like because you know we're we're spewing out facts and like information (laughs) terms that a lot of people don't understand so yeah one of your all right your rules of thumb let's let's break it down easy you said uh no vegetable oil yeah, no vegetable oil. So and that's going to be like uh, corn oil, uh, safflower oil, uh, palm oil. Uh, it's like it's oil that's been highly pressurized and taken to really high temperatures. And when that happens, it's been extremely oxidized. And so when it's it's extremely foreign to the body, your body doesn't know what to do with it. And it's uh, stored many times as triglycerides. And that's a palmitic acid, which is a big causation for like heart disease and whatnot. And so, yeah, your body doesn't know what to do with it. And so that's why I stay away from it. Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was one of your rules. Like, yeah, that was one. one. Um, and then less concentrate. Was that, what was, yeah, yeah, uh, less, least amount processed as possible. So like when I'm going for meat and whatnot, um, I don't, I don't really I, I go for like a ribeye steak, like in its natural form, it's been, it's been, it's gone to the butcher, it's been cut. And that's pretty much the extent of it. It's, it hasn't been like grinded and processed. And, um, I mean, it's been processed, but it hasn't, it's pretty minimal. And, uh, many times when it's been processed it has a lot more salt in it. And so 
sodium is another like easy thing that you can overeat on and so uh, so sorry like if i were to buy it like i, I love it uh, Vinny likes a, a good t-bone you know yeah, um, yeah if i buy a t-bone you're telling me what that it, it's dipped in salts to preserve it or something or what uh like the t-bone normally no it's uh it's just the meat itself it might right. have some natural amount of sodium in it but it hasn't had any extra salt added to it and so that's why i like the least amount processed because of that reason um, but like where people. where are you gonna find this over process like uh oh yeah like like meat uh, like like ground ground uh, beef like is is not terrible but like um is is a uh, one step further in the pro in the process than from its natural form yeah and you, even ground beef you you'll probably see some added salt yeah huh uh, that's okay. just well, yeah I'm All not right. saying stay away from like ground beef or anything i'm just saying like they'll say uh eggs and bacon in the morning is is better that's hard uh it's just um i'll tell you saving carbs to the end of the day is a good thing because testosterone peaks between three and five in the day and so after you're working out if you're at working out like between three and five and you eat uh like oatmeal after you're gonna um replenish like uh, your glycogen stores and so like that that way you could eat protein in the morning and then have your carbs at night and so i would say yes if with that in mind yes uh, but damn it i, I, I thought i thought morning. like the carbs and stuff gave you the energy right so why would you uh, yes. want to have after yeah. a meal right i mean to replenish your glycogen stores and like you're gonna have glycogen in in you unless you've been fasting for a couple days so um it's not like it's going to go away right away. Um, so like it's okay to have protein before workout and not go hard on the pasta. But if you're, I mean, you're talking about lead military people and you're going out for uh, a huge run. Sure. Carbs are going to be great before a workout as, as well. Okay. <sighs> yeah. The more, you know, the less, you know, you know, um, <laughs> All right, so high fibers, uh, but let's let's just finish. Let's close up on the DNA testing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I got a, a list of companies that are highly respected and that people could, if they want to drop the money, and it is like depending on who you go with, but uh, there's it's like roughly like in the range of like a hundred to like two hundred dollars and more. But uh, Thorn Nutrients. My Heritage, Stratgene, Genetic Genie, and Genopalette are six companies. Um, are you partnered with all those guys? No, I'm only partnered with Genopalette. Okay, and then what? Like, yeah. if, if folks wanted to use, I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm probably gonna do it myself because, yeah. dude, that's like a one-time investment. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, do you have to redo that every ten years or something, or like, should um, you? I guess because you change. You're gonna be good for a long time, but like, uh. I don't really know the exact answer to that, but I would assume like um, like your microbiome changes over the years and whatnot. But yes, that is a lifetime investment, generally speaking. So like, nice. I think it's well worth your money. But uh, yeah, Gino. So Pals what's that one? That. We'll put the link up for folks. Yeah. Because um, if you if you're partnered with them, that's great. Uh, so Gino Palette, yeah. you say? Gino Palette is the uh, company, and if you can get a twenty dollar discount. Um, 
with the discount code uh, cold water is the discount code and oh. all caps. And if you ever were, if you ever did 23 and me, you could just put those results, those DNA results into the genome palette uh, database. And that in itself is only $40. And then with the discount code, it's only $20. And uh. um, you then you can learn like 100 top best foods for you and um, a lot of a lot more further health results than 23andMe can could ever give you. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Damn, yeah. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do that myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I feel about like you know giving your DNA away to these right, folks, yeah, but <laughs> but you know what are they really doing with it? And then and then if it gives you the insight as to what you specifically need, because I think that's what people don't understand is like people ask like in general what they need to eat, yeah. and you, know, you don't re- you can't really answer that like truthfully right. or professionally. It takes all the guesswork out. Yeah, yeah, and not it's... to mention like I always love to talk about the different body types too, which certainly and in a sense does play factors well at least as how much you you consume you know if if you're endomorph mesomorph or ectomorph you know you're you're certainly going to eat in a very different way um for sure you got to be smart about it you know that's a good point yeah we could talk about that later maybe the body types but that's not exactly what uh i want to dive into but let's yeah let's finish so so your your rule of thumbs when you're going to the grocery store let's in summary yeah um Least amount of processed food, least uh, um, I'm going lower sodium, and that's uh, lower process is going to take me there. Uh, accomplish that. No vegetable oils, and uh, higher fiber foods, and buying organic when I can, and knowing the environmental working groups uh, list of foods that have been most heavily sprayed. And then also to wrap that up, uh, can't go wrong with going grass finished or uh, grass fed and grass finished beef, uh, wild caught and pasture raised. All those things make all the difference in terms of how many uh, micronutrients, vitamins and minerals uh, that that product hat has. It's like yeah, double, triple the amount. So I got to get in a hunting like you know like <laughs> like yes. I, I mean for for the sport of it as far as you know getting out there and first of all like i'm as an outdoorsman avid outdoorsman i'm always looking for scat always looking for those signs but you know i'm never like on the hunt um yes. but just 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 that aspect of it and like the meditation portion of it and uh you know just the the grind of getting after it yeah that and it's like a meditative uh sport and then and then but mostly like that the benefits of the the clean meats that you get after yes. it, which you get, you get to pack a freezer. We got a freezer back here. Like I'm just right. like, waiting. I got to so get sick. Yeah. It gets no, me so. so pumped up. I, I'm I trying know. to get into hunting too. So yeah. I started fly fishing. So like, at least I get some, some really? fresh fish and stuff. That's um, awesome. Once in a while, you... If I can, but I just broke my rod cause I was impatient. <laughs> it got caught on like a, an Island on the, across the river. And I was like, I just Wait, yanked it. Like salmon and trout or salmon over in, uh, in, british columbia is is currently they got something going on where you can't fish it recreationally only oh, professionally wow. which the okay. the recreational fishermen are really pissed off about it because uh, i've saw i've seen them jump and stuff and like <laughs> and they're huge and you're like are you serious like i gotta put that back and but like yeah. somebody commercial can get it come on um so, so anyway cool, let's um we're gonna let's give the the people what they want a little bit and yeah. 
and go into a lot of folks that are listening in are, are training for buds. Yeah. Uh, so, so Navy SEAL training. Um, let's talk about if you guys are not familiar and you're listening up, buds is very physically demanding, not only because of all the exercising you have to do, but because of the cold water you have to basically deal with on, I, I believe like a daily basis. What would you recommend for folks that are, are going down that like elite military type of training? Also like uh, any, anybody that's going to be succumb to, to cold temperatures, is there any kind of nutritional advice you can give them? Yeah. Yeah. I, I dug a little deeper and uh, there's two polyphenols that have been shown to increase like your thermogenic uh, response. And it's oh, resveratrol. Those are some words right there, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain. But, yeah. Uh, resveratrol and curcumin, those are two polyphenols, which are chemical compounds that are found in like, uh, produce and so um, it increases your brown adipose tissue and that that brown adipose tissue helps you like keep you warm in the water longer because it has a lot of mitochondria and it's uh, allowing you to produce heat and so some of the foods that have these two polyphenols are uh, like, like turmeric uh, red wine like berries cabbage and uh, spinach as well. Um, so those are like some of the foods that have those two polyphenols. And then and also it's poly polyphenols, you say? Polyphenols, uh, P-O-L-Y-P-H-E-N-O-L-S. But, um, and then also like, I'm, sh I'm sure during buds, you're like at the chow hall, you don't really have access to like those things. Uh, a glass so, of like, red wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, you're going to want to eat like carbs and fiber together so you don't burn through the carbs as fast. So um, like as long as you're like pairing it with like like some greens or something, you're going to gonna allow yourself to not burn through it as fast. And so it will allow you to keep you burning that energy longer So and keep you. So warm. what were those uh, again, like the specific like things that you you should look for in, in the mess hall in this example to, to get what? that? In the mess, so you're in the mess hall and you're you're looking for which specific uh, items to increase your what is it poly? Is the mess hall like the chow hall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I like I don't know what they offer there, but um, like you know what carbs are and you know what fiber is, so like literally anything there that okay uh, um, fit the fit those two categories. Um, but now you're lot. saying you want to combine both of those. Yes, you're going to want to combine both of them. Just like if you're just eating carbs, you're just going to uh, go through that glycogen that much faster and you're not going to be digesting. Um, your digestion rate is going to be, uh, yeah, burning through that a lot faster. Yeah. All right, all you Navy SEAL uh, skinny folks. Because like it, definitely if you have the, the fat stores on your body and that yeah. I, they do recommend that if you're going to Navy SEAL, you want to pack up some a little extra fat before yeah, attending. Yeah, for sure. Which also uh, wanted me to say, like, uh, um, like coconut oil has medium chain uh, triglycerides, and that also like promotes therm thermogenesis, like the production of heat. And so, yeah, uh, that's coconut a fat, oil. and so that would that would keep you warmer. 
longer. Yeah, because I know I would struggle. Because like even in, in uh, helicopter rescue summer school, same thing. Like we were in a pool, and they say yeah, the pool the pool's a little colder, but it's still a pool. It's indoors. Right. Um, but I was still f- cold. And I'll, <laughs> sometimes you wear wetsuit, sometimes not. But I was cold, and I'm not in the Californian Ocean uh, down there, which is freaking freezing, especially like when when they often go like in the winter, I think. And uh, so yeah, interesting. So all you skinny Navy SEAL uh, potentials in the future, that's those are great tips. So yeah, Sweet. thanks for covering that. Um, yeah. A lot of the questions, yeah, were were around like muscle recovery. Okay. What um, you know, I've always kind of you know, what they teach you is protein, right? So, right. Right. What do you have to say about muscle recovery? No, yeah, definitely. Uh, like that's it. Like you're going to want sufficient amounts of protein. You're going to want your essential amino acids. Um, I know you mentioned, uh, BCAAs branch chained amino acids. Those are the three. Um, I think it's val- uh, leucine and isoleucine, I believe are those, uh, three amino acids. I could be wrong, but, uh, essential amino acids covers all nine, um, essential amino acids, meaning that you need to consume them, your body cannot create them. And so um, getting those two uh, things covered, protein and essential amino acids are gonna uh, take you really far for recovering and and muscle building. And then um, I also wanted to mention just like hormones in check and micronutrients, all these things like are if you optimize those things, muscle recovery, is going to be that much simpler and you're not going to be having to face those obstacles. And so magnesium, um, manganese and uh, lithium are three uh, micronutrients that allow for like healthy, like testosterone levels. And you can get those lithium. You can get that from nuts, dairy and red meat are some good examples, magnesium legumes and avocados and dairy. And then uh, last but not least, manganese. Manganese, you're going to find that in your like whole grains, nuts, and leafy greens. So, all right. So, like, I'm, again, I'm very ignorant. So, it it, it does take me a little while to grasp all this. So, so say whey protein, right? Like your generic whey protein, grass-fed whey protein or whatever. Um, That typically does include these BCAAs, those branch-chain amino acids? Yeah, those are three of the nine. So like essential amino acids to make it really easy is just like the rest of the amino acids that you need. So, but yes, whey protein is going to have all 21, I think, amino acids that non-essential and essential amino acids. So you can't go wrong there. And, uh, I'll just look for a high quality, uh, protein powder. And what is a high quality protein powder? Cause I'm actually was, shopping for one myself. Yeah. I, have well i have orgain uh collagen and that contains all the amino acids and so i wait that's I went, the name of the, like the container that's the name of the company yeah for the orgain what uh well that's just the collagen but like that's sufficient protein right there but then also like even at walmart they saw a good one i think it's um garden of life and they have a uh, protein powder and it's uh, grass-fed, and I like that one too. But what should you look for in, in your protein? Uh, I just wouldn't. I would look for not um, non-additives. Like they, a lot of times they like to add a 
buttload of sugar and they like to add even like um, the vegetable oil. I don't know about vegetable oil, but I'm sure they do have that in some too. And a lot of like a lot of sweeteners, a lot of a lot of additives. And so like Garden of Life and then Organ, you're getting pretty much just the amino acids and then maybe some like uh, stevia, which is a natural sweetener. And does it, uh, does, it, I think does, it does it taste like ass though? <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, Garden of Life is actually really good. It's chocolate okay. and they have chocolate and vanilla. So yeah, it's good. I think right, it cool. might be uh, monk fruit actually instead of stevia. So all right, it's good. Good to know. Good to know. We'll put the pictures right here. Maybe check it out on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's cool. Um, and one one thing I used to do is like take like a it was like a mass gainer. I have no idea if that was killing me or not. I, I had right. stopped as I got older. But uh, right. what, what, yeah, what are your thoughts on for the skinny folks trying to like take a mass gainer? I mean. Yeah, it all depends on, yeah, if they're trying to gain weight, I mean, I would just go for the highest quality one and like trying to avoid the additives is really the reason why I do that is because it's just like down the road, it's not great and it's been linked to like chronic disease. So like, but I mean, you're training for like the Navy SEALs and whatnot, you might not be as concerned about that and you might be on a budget. I understand that. Um but that there is like you can get quality for reasonable prices as well so um and you gotta do what you gotta do but uh mass gainer like it definitely makes things much less complicated and you're not like shoving your face if you're if you're skinny i'm sure it's already hard for you to put down a lot of food down the hatchet so um yeah i, I remember uh, like yeah like when i first started training like even before i i thought i'd want to become a rescue swimmer i, I I wanted to just gain muscle as a skinny f- guy. I think I was like 30. I was young when I started like lifting weights. Um, yeah. But I knew that I, I needed to consume more, but my stomach literally didn't have like the volume capacity to <laughs> yeah. intake that without like yeah. just wanting to like not throw up, but like it just didn't want to pack in anymore. So I would force feed it. And I always remember like when I was forcing it, I got to the point where I was able to like take, I love my chicken drumsticks and I would like, I think I would take like a rack, like a, a, a big rack, like a 12, 12, like big drumstick rack. And I yeah. just throw that in the oven and I would eat like, I think all of them if, or like 10, 10 of them or like all of them. And yeah. I was like, that's way too much chicken <laughs> to take in one portion. Um, and I actually got food poisoning from it once. Uh, just like some old chicken, but uh, yeah, cause that's interesting. So all right so good to know it's not like necessarily a, a killer but you got to watch certain um, yeah i would just be aware of the ingredients is my number one like recommendation there you mentioned collagen is was that you were you mentioning that with the protein yeah i was mentioning collagen what is yeah. collagen um so that's like coming from like the hide uh, many times it's the cow and it's going to contain all your amino acids and it's super beneficial for healthy hair skin and nails yeah interesting it's okay so it's good for your hair yeah helps uh strengthen your hair uh follicles good because my shit's getting thin (laughs) do you Um, not do you not take collagen right now as in like a pill uh like in powder form no should i be 
uh yeah it's Dude, i'm taking wonder. notes here i'm actually actively taking notes not for the podcast for myself <laughs> i'm putting like a v next to it as in like vince looking to collagen all right um so it's a it's a powder you can you can get yeah yeah i, I get that from that's the organ that i was talking about and i get that from uh as from walmart and it's uh it's good stuff but is collagen ever within these protein powders sorry wait say what sometimes like is the collagen included within the protein powder yeah or rare yeah okay yeah you can find that oh all right good to know um one of our questions that i thought was kind of fun i'm disappointed that you asked the question but it's a good question because i don't indulge in it uh, per se um but once in a while so people were asking are there any benefits to drinking Red Bull, Monster, Rain, and I personally added because uh, my girlfriend drinks it. Zivia, Zivia is like a, I think a more organic type of, uh, you know, that's at least that's what they label it as, a more organic type of uh, energy drink. So, All right. any yeah. benefits? I don't think I have heard of Zivia, but um, I'll look into it. But uh, sure. it's a ton of caffeine and. Um, it is forcing your like adrenal glands to produce a, a ton of hormones and it's just like excess stress on your body, um, especially if you're drinking it every day. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily advise it. I know it's addicting and it's, uh, it tastes good and there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of sugar in a lot of them. Uh, I know Red Bull and like Monster and whatnot. So no, they're not very healthy. <laughs> but is there really, any? I can't sugarcoat like, it, really. Aside from like keeping you awake, awake yeah. for, uh, and honestly, like personally, in my experience, when I have like a Red Bull or something, yeah, I'll have energy for maybe forty minutes. Yeah. Before I kind of crash. Um, yeah. So so aside from that, there's nothing good about it. I mean, it. Um, I I know like some of them definitely. I think Monster like has their. I don't know if it's like protein and caffe- caffeinated uh, drink, and like they they definitely include like a lot of vitamins and minerals that they uh, put in there. Sure, yeah, but you can get that from elsewhere. So without sure. the extra stress, making your adrenal glands produce crazy amounts of hormones. So yeah, interesting. So. What 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 would be a, a healthier option to Red Bull? Yeah, to get your caffeine in and stay awake. Well, it doesn't have to be caffeine, but it's just something okay. that to boost your energy, right? To boost your energy. Um, yeah, I actually, I mean, Whole Foods. I ha- I my supplement list is like, you you take a look at my cabinet. I have a ton of supplements, but like I. I uh, don't use them like every day. And so I don't have a great answer for that, but I do I do want to say how important it is to like optimize like your hormones and getting your micronutrients in check because when you do do those things, uh do all the other things I had mentioned, you're not like dragging all the time. You're feeling good without the extra stimulants. So that's my mm. best answer there. Yeah. And you know, like one thing, one one of those like conspiracy type thing is like, yeah, the government back in the day had was really leading people to 
think that fats were just the the worst thing for your body and right. sugars were like not that bad right right um but now it's proven that there's definitely some like undercover corruption going on paying off like scientists to 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 state those things yeah so um, let's let's talk about fats a little bit like you, yeah. we did already but like yeah what what yeah. would you recommend as far as fats because i know fats give you long-term energy right yeah give you long-term energy and i did want to mention the journal of the american college of cardiology it was just uh, recently published this august i think and it pretty much puts the um i think you had sent me is the 80s uh, pyramid guide um it oh, pretty yeah. much puts that upside down it's like it's insane so wait, wait, but, yeah. Let's let's get into the the '80s pyramid guide, right? Like '80s yeah. or '90s or whatever. So I have it right in front of me, right? Uh, and I'll put a picture up if you guys are following along on YouTube. But it goes with like, I guess like any kind of. It looks like carbs, right? Bread, cereal, rice, and pasta and groups. That's like your base layer, as in that's what you should be consuming the most. Then you got uh, vegetables, and you have fruits. Then right. next thing on the pyramid that you should be eating, like the you know the least or lesser amount of is milk, yogurt, and cheese, and then meat, poultry, and fish. And then the very top is fats, oils, and uh, sweets is up there though. Right. And you're saying that this this study flips it upside down. Yeah, well, it it, it doesn't do that specifically, but it, it pretty much, yes, it puts meat and protein and fats at the bottom and when that's at the top in the 80s, so. What, what we find is that many times, like, like heart disease uh, in America is like one of the uh, high up there for leading cause of death. And so we're looking at uh, palmitic acid. That's when there's excess carbohydrates that's been turned into fat. It's been stored as triglycerides and it's um, st- stored as palmitic acid. And so that doesn't happen when you're, when you're eating uh, meat per se, and it's happening when you're having excess processed carbohydrates. And so that's the, the silent killer. And like it, and it's, everybody says like, or it used to be like high LDL cholesterol is, is the end all be all for like heart attacks and whatnot. But it's saying it's much different than that. And it's actually has to do with a lot, uh, excess processed carbohydrates being stored as palmitic acid and what so, the hell is this yeah. you, you keep saying what what is it pul- palmitic acid uh palmitic acid yeah what's and that? so what's that yeah what what, what is that it's I'm it's confused. a it's a lipid that's being stored in your in your body um with these excess carbohydrates and so back to the 80s like pyramid i would say like certainly like including healthy fats and protein is nothing to be scared about. And so uh, with this new like study um, coming from the journal of the American college of cardiology, it's really exciting information. Nice. That, that, like, that, that, and that's another thing, like talking about the meats, I certainly have a high meat diet, uh, a lot of chicken, a lot of, I do have red meat. I try to buy whatever I can afford. Um, but you know, I I have some some folks that I, I train with or I, and and people I've worked with, and they 
are committing to like the whole meat diet for I I forget like but they usually do it for a couple months and yeah. you know I always I always ask them about it and they're like wow like dude my mental health feels better I have so much energy right. um, and these are people yeah they've they've cut out like the the I, mostly all carbs almost and they're wow. really mostly eating meat wow what what's your knowledge on that yeah uh, I know. I've heard of success stories like that. Like it's so cool that like your body can adapt to an all meat diet. Like I, I thought that, I mean, I still do. It's nuts. Um, but like, looking why is at, it nuts? It's, I mean, it just doesn't seem like, like without diving into the research, it just seems nuts that you can just eat meat and like be totally healthy. But like, not to say like not everybody would re- react with the same ways like biochemical right. individuality is a real thing but i just think it's so cool that like you can literally thrive on an all meat carnivore diet it's really cool but well maybe maybe i, I think we're gonna have to have you on uh at a future time as well but maybe we can dive into that a little bit more because yeah for I, sure. i'm assuming the research is starting to to emerge on that i know there's very minimal and people are kind of right. like i know a lot of people are doing it but yeah. I know like the research is is slim, but I, I, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet that at this point um, stuff's coming out. So maybe if we right. in a couple months, we, we could dive back into the, the carnivore diet. That'd be cool. I'm That'd curious cool. about it, too. I, I, I'm kind of I kind of want to try it if I can afford yeah. it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just just only meat for a little bit. Yeah, That'd be cool. Um, I mean, I know Joe Rogan did it and like he can, or, did he do it too? Like, yeah, a couple days. Yeah. But then he's and then he could. <laughs> so like Oh, I think without I, I, fiber I, I, it's weird. I, yeah. yeah, I think well when Joe Rogan was saying today, he said he said like he felt really good, but he also felt like uh, a little mean. Like a little like really? a little edge. <laughs> like a little extra edge. Like everything was kinda pissing him off, you know. Or not pissing him off, but like he wasn't taking no shit. And maybe that that's cause it brings you back to your your roots of you know, like your instincts. cave yeah. yeah, your animal instincts that were like like you know, like fucking Getting after, getting after that prey you know yeah. uh, i i think i want to try that soon and uh we'll say yeah. fasting for a different time maybe we'll say fasting too because okay. i know a lot of people are experienced with are, yeah. are working with that and you're doing that yourself yeah. but let's but for, get back for into- your audience just to be clear like i would definitely say like if you're training for buds or like rescue swimmer i would not say this is the time to experiment with that and just like uh advice with the, for like, with the carnivore diet yeah yeah like probably probably do that after <laughs> or just like just to play it safe you know no no i think i think if you're going buds you shouldn't that, that could be a research i bet you could get a, a scientist tied to you if you're going through buds and like you, you know you're one of those like high caliber candidates that has a good success <laughs> chance and regardless yeah but yeah you should do that you should have never done it before and just go for it. You need i'm not advising that cars, yeah all right <laughs> well don't you get energy though like you do get that kind of long-term yeah. energy though too yeah, right you, well, you're, you're gonna get iron. energy from all three of your macronutrients but yeah um hey i'm wearing your shirt here by the way cold water co thank you guys can check those out um <laughs> we'll, we'll put the link down below um uh, for to, to find out more about yeah. yeah, we actually have all new apparel. So, oh hell yeah, I still like this yeah. t-shirt. Um, we're at rock climbing a lot. You guys got nice t-shirt. Actually, I always get compliments about it. Um, right. one of the, I think this was one of my questions. Spinach, real quick, good or bad? Yeah, because I've heard different things. 
spinach is great it's healthy it's jam-packed with micronutrients vitamin k vitamin a manganese folate um, along with calcium uh, vitamin e and c pretty rich in those micronutrients and uh, spinach can't go wrong high in fiber but on the contrary when you're like having a carnivore advocate they're gonna say it's uh like vegetables have phytates which uh, reduces your absorption rate of micronutrients and so uh there's always back and forth there but if you're eating enough food you're gonna you're still gonna meet those micronutrient requirements regardless of it so i don't think there's argument there so spinach is healthy Sweet. Well, that, that was one of kind of our questions is, uh, you know, a lot of these folks like and me personally going through this high calorie burning type of training, such as buds or risk swimmer school or whatever you're doing as an athlete, you're burning a lot. And especially when you're young, a lot of times you just go down the, the whole like eat everything diet, you know, uh, sure. It's kind of balanced more or less, right? You, you get right. what, but you basically take whatever is given to you or right. accessible. Right. What are your thoughts on that? So, like, all you have is, like, chow hall, hall food, right? I or, think, like, oh, like I and this is somebody that asked this question, but, like, it, with the eat everything diet, that means, like, you know, all right, if there's a pizza, you're eating it, right? But you sure okay. you try to eat how I'm going to, I'm going to paint this, like, picture of, of somebody that, yeah, he'll eat a steak and broccoli and, and try to eat some whatever healthy carbs and, right. and good fibers. But, you know, right. if there's a pizza there, he's eating that too. Yeah. If there's chicken wings, that's going in. Um, yeah. shoveling in the, the, the protein bars and whatever. Right. What do you think? Like, I think, um, mentally, like, I think it can be good. Like, I think when people get into like the health space, they can go take it too far and they forget to like enjoy their food. And so like in that scenario, I think it's good, but like, I think it's all about balance. Um, so like, if you're training for buds, I, I, you know, I know that I wouldn't feel good eating a whole pizza. And like, I, I feel like that would knock me off and I need to restart for the, for the day. And like, I wouldn't be in my rhythm, um, and feeling as good. And I feel like I would be pushed behind. So it's really like up to the person, like how they feel. And you also, you may not even know that you're, like what you're missing out in terms of how well you feel when you once you take out the crap so no that's true yeah you, maybe <laughs> like these folks that have been adopting this kind of nutritional you know behaviors yeah maybe they've never stopped to experience what yeah. what healthy eating actually does on their body long term right. right you might think that you're just naturally like dragging but yeah I mean, yeah, or that's the limit to your capabilities, but you might uh, go into new waters if you, you just. Do you think that's a problem with a lot of like mental health too? Is like people don't realize, but it's based around nutrition. True, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, it's COVID time. What's a good metabolism boost? What do you recommend? Metabolism? Yeah. I, I mean, like metabolism and, and, and immune system. Sorry, like. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah um movement uh like strength training obviously like your audience is doing that um but like we said we're gonna get into fasting uh, another time but like intermittent fasting i do um but that also is dependent on 
how rigorous your training is. So like I would avoid that. Are we talking metabolism wise? Like what, what does intermittent fasting do for you? Yeah. Intermittent fasting. You're going to be tapping into like cellular, cellular cleanup and you're like, uh, going ahead and destructing the aging of your neurons. So yeah, it's referred to as cellular cleanup. It's like when you're digesting your food or constantly eating throughout the day, you don't really give your body a chance to do that. So, uh, when intermittent fasting is a good way to give your body a break. Um, and then that in effect allows you to have a better metabolism and, um, healthier immune system. So that's why I put that down and, uh, uh, walking after a meal instead of like sitting on the couch and watching TV will allow you to digest more efficiently and in the long run help your immune system and your metabolism. Really? I, I thought I thought you were supposed to sit still like after a meal. No? You're supposed to move a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard needing to sit still after a meal. Huh. So just a walk though. You don't go yeah, like, yeah. sprints. Yeah, N- nothing like hard, but yeah, just walking around the neighborhood or something, taking a little stroll. Yeah. Keeping huh. it light. The, good to know. Good to know. And that's yeah. probably good like as a, just a a post meal thing to do, you know, if you have a nice day, yeah. just go for a walk. Yeah. If you're in Compton, I don't know. Right. I mean. And then I'm a huge <laughs> advocate on uh like sauna and obviously cold water thermogenesis. Both those two will certainly help you with your immune system and metabolism and really uh, why yeah it'll i mean it goes back to increasing the efficiency um and increasing your brown fat adipose tissue and keeping thermogenesis like running efficiently and uh yeah and then also the sauna would allow you to to detoxify and clean out those toxins and all all those things, all those toxins are making it that much harder and, and putting a bigger strain on your body and um, not optimizing your immune system. So, but doesn't cold things, water so. like, like, doesn't cold water make you like your body work more, thus like deplete your immune system? Or sorry, not your immune system. Yeah, I mean, it's putting a strain on you. It's certainly, it's like a a acute stressor on your body, um, but it's not like chronic. And so, yeah, you're burning calories while you're in cold water. But I'm I'm saying like sauna and cold water, like they're perfect. I think they pair so nicely well together. Like you go in the cold water and then, yeah, they pair really nicely together. So you, you defeat COVID by taking saunas and 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 occasionally dropping the the, the I cold. I understand that not everybody has access to those things. Um, so also like like vitamin D is really important in getting sunlight exposure. And, yeah. Um, with sunlight exposure, you're enhancing your white T cells, and those fight uh, bacteria and improves your immune system. So, uh, sunlight exposure, getting outside and moving. What are your white T cells? Uh, yeah, your white um, white blood cells allow you to, like, that's what fights um, bacteria. Right, but you said, did you say white T cells? Yeah, um, those are synonymous. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, let's 
let's let's close it off with one uh i have a lot of questions you guys gave us great questions so we're definitely gonna have you on again um when when our zooms are are working better but uh let's get one more of these good like military training questions Um, yeah sure this was a good one so you know a lot of the folks listening in are water sport enthusiasts or they're yeah going down buds route and and basically water discipline which involves uh you know one of the risks in doing kind of water activities cramping is there anything you can do nutritionally to avoid cramping aside from drinking water yeah uh keeping your like sodium magnesium ratio in check and it's easy to look up what foods have those things i'm also coming out with a daily vitality handbook which will easily lay out like all your foods and uh micronutrient levels but like you can also google that stuff too but it'll be more in depth than that but um yeah cramping definitely revolves around good hydration and keeping uh, your electrolytes in check for sure so what like gatorade um yeah like gatorade like if that's all you have access to sure like gatorade um has definitely sufficient electrolytes it's just like how healthy do you want to be um they put a bunch of added sugar in there but yeah certainly will get the job done preventing you from cramping so all right let's just sum up uh because yeah i i need to have you back on because there's a lot of questions that i need to to dive into but um let's as a summary so you're training you're an elite athlete what what would be your key takeaway for folks that like a lot of people you know like a lot of people aren't educated on nutrition what are key takeaways to to keep in mind um when you're training for such things nutritionally speaking training for high level athlete would be to get some of the foundational like things which are eating whole foods um avoiding vegetable oils and which is going to drastically improve like your reduce inflammation for many people and so like i think if i really just had to keep it simple i, I would i would choose those two things right there whole foods and staying away from vegetable oils right there yeah i i could go on to say like all the things i'm passionate about like cold submerging myself in cold water like sauna and like sunlight exposure and like uh like biohacking and like simple stuff like that but uh i'll, I'll keep it simple just Did say those biohacking yeah biohacking <laughs> that'll be a different podcast but like yeah i'm writing this down biohacking all right. simple steps that you can take to optimize your health. Hey, Casey Smith, thanks so much for coming on. Um, if you guys want to check out Casey, you can check out Cold Water Co. He is on Instagram. Uh, you have a website as well? Yes, coldwaterlifestyle.com. Sweet. Yes. Sir. And then um and and for the I think I, I'm actually going to gonna get into uh doing a dna test and if they want to do that with your promo code which one was that which was the company uh gino palette um is the company and then the discount code is cold water all caps one nice. word yeah yeah and, uh, I think... also yeah go, yeah, ahead. go ahead no you go ahead all right uh before if anybody were to correct me i wanted to clarify myself for the white blood cells white t-cells are a type of white blood cells so so not exactly synonymous okay all right cold water co casey smith thanks so much and uh yeah we'll we'll, let's get into like the nitty-gritty of like more terms 
and more like specifics as to the the water the, the water benefits as well as a uh, biohacking next time yeah that'd be great and creatine and, i need to know fasting. about creatine and creatine and fasting okay and yeah. fasting yeah, and meat go. diet the, the strictly yes. meat diet <laughs> so much so much to know so, so little time this is, it's good stuff all right thanks casey i'll see you next thanks, time thanks peace out